Hey, what is going on, everyone? Welcome to another episode of the Searchcast, Season Two, Episode Twenty Eight, presented by Primal X Hockey and part of the Five in a Game Sports Network. I'm Zach Martin. I'm Bailey Curtis. I'm Cat Hunter. And a lot has happened. I mean, we're just recording after the Hurricanes. Searchcast really... after dark, baby. Yeah, the Searchcast <laughs> after dark. We got you know what. We need to find like a search cast after dark logo. Like that, I think that would be just so fantastic. I'm on it. If you're watching it. YouTube, that would explain my appearance right now. <laughs> I mean, hey, hey, I mean, I'm drinking a Voodoo Ranger, no free ads, but I mean, hey, if you guys want to sponsor, it's not going to be upset. Bourbon. So cheers, I'm everybody. A, um, eggnog cocktail. That sounds, that sounds glorious. Awesome. Yeah, my I love eggnog that I'll have till next Christmas. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I'm not a big eggnog person, but if it's like kind of spiked with something, or if it's the Southern Comfort, like already pre-mixed eggnogs, pretty it's pretty solid. It's Absolutely. pretty solid. But my sister-in-law does the Captain Morgan Black mixed with it. Chef's kiss, amazing. Say, so one of my or two of my favorite actors ended up creating this bourbon, and I finally found it and got to try it. What is it? So it's called Brothers Bond. Um, oh, great bourbon okay. whiskey. Uh, Four grain mashed bill of corn, rye, wheat, and barley. So it, it's a sweeter bourbon, but I'm kind of a fan of like sweeter alcohol. There we go. Oh, Ian Summerhalder and Paul Wesley. Okay, yeah, yeah. yeah <laughs> I have a yeah, feeling Cat yeah. knows what show they're from. So <laughs> hence the name what, Brothers what, Bond. My other guess would have been um, like Jensen Ackles and Jared Padalecki, but I don't. I'm not a supernatural fan, but. It's, it's, uh, I, I, I don't know. I've only seen one episode and it didn't really like click with me. I don't well, know. What? Okay. All right. This is a, this is a, this is another discussion <laughs> for another time because I am absolutely floored because I am a massive supernatural fan. And how dare you besmirch I see my, that my franchise. favorite. I'm not besmirching anything. I'm just saying it's not You're personally besmirch- my thing. We need to fix this because <laughs> it is a fantastic show. We found okay. another thing if that you like, us if apart. You like, if you like the Vampire Diaries, you would. You have to like Supernatural. No, and it, it's so much better. It's, just, it's so maybe, much better. Have you even seen the Vampire Diaries? Yes, it is better. <laughs> Cat. <laughs> it is anyway, better. Y'all, we got a shorter episode in store for you here today. <laughs> yes, yeah. Yeah. Let's go. <laughs> yeah, Bailey, Bailey's trying to get away from getting dragged for another episode. Apparently, of and I feel like these two are not going to be the only one dragging me. So. One episode. That's the problem. You did one episode. You got to you got to. I know. Like, I probably have to, to devote understand. more time to it. Do you know how little free time that I have these days? Oh, please tell me about how short of free time you have. Babe. I work from 7 30 to 6 o'clock. I just took well, on a half with field pass hockey. On a, on a half <laughs> note, we're recording after a Canes win. Thank you, Kat. Yeah, so, so the Kat can get there. away from it, and I can't. <laughs> That's what I'm hearing. She likes supernatural. We're all good here. I don't see what the problem is. <laughs> All right. Anywho, before hey. we just before this gets into a three-hour chaos episode, which we usually do, but we are in a shorter time frame today. Yes, the Hurricanes did win. We will talk about that game later, but we got a lot, got a lot of stuff. It's a pretty compact episode with some good content with it because you know we want to bring everyone great content. So that's our goal because we love talking about the Hurricanes and all that good stuff. So we are going to talk about the All Star stuff. That just you know everything's been going on with the All Star game, All Star votes because that did start on Twitter today and. uh it's been a thing, so we'll do that. I uh, got some uniform record updates. So thank you to Kane's Uniform Tracker, always coming in clutch with some really good stats about the jerseys, and they're, they're pretty nice. They're pretty nice for sure. Then we got, and of course, Hurricanes PR being as awesome as always, providing us with some great stats for us to talk Go about. So we, Hurricanes PR, they're just a great. They're a great group over there. So we're going to talk about that. We do have our forgotten Canes as always. Uh, we do have an ice melting take, a short one, but. Still should be pretty interesting. And then I think uh, Freddie is back, so we'll talk about that as well. So, yeah, I mean, we got, we, got a pretty, we got a pretty decent episode today. But, I mean, so starting out, I mean, the defense before tonight's game, they were on a four-game losing streak. It was a little tough. I like how people are kind of, like, overreacting to it, even though we just came off an 11-game winning streak. Experience yeah. in, in Kane's hockey. Experience cane hockey for sure. But like I said, like we were talking in our you know group chat on um 
you know, Twitter and stuff like that. It's teams have streaks. Like some teams get hot, some teams get cold. Like, this whole entire league is streaky. Like if you've seen it, like almost every team has had a streak where it's just one of those things where it works out for them, then it doesn't work out for them. It's it's nothing new. For I example, mean, like the Devils we just played, they had their own like downward streak for a little bit as well after they got yeah. hot in the beginning of the season. Um, yeah, it's it's nothing to like overreact to. I mean, I did have some thoughts about it, um, but it wasn't. The difference in those games, I felt like people were afraid that we were getting back towards like how November had been. But the, right. games, the recent games were nowhere near the way that November was working. The no. difference in these games was, first of all, the Canes were firing on all cylinders. Um, we were averaging three-plus goals a night, um, which is really good for a team that normally, you know, starting last end of last season into playoffs mm-hmm. were like, the Canes can't score. And that was our issue. Yeah. Um, that hasn't been our issue the last couple of games that we've fallen short. Um, I don't think Rod was disappointed with those games, except we just didn't play the whole game. Um, yeah. We'd get the yeah, lead, yeah. we'd get comfortable. We just had mental lapses on. We had some defensive problems. Um, our goalies had a little bit of problems, as as they can. Goalies can run hot and cold as well. Um, yeah. It was little things like that. It wasn't like an overall team meltdown. It was just we on honestly, I think we were beating ourselves. Um, yeah, we weren't playing the same intensity in the third as we were the rest of the game, as you can see from our goal differential, which they talked about during the game. I think we were minus eleven in the third. Some like yeah, I, I I remember you sharing a tweet. It was either like it was either like eight or eleven or something like that. But I mean, like you said, like a lot of goalies have give up softies. I mean, we've seen it pretty much everywhere. Like goalies are human they do make mistakes and the defense i mean the defense does have lapses like we have a pretty solid defense but i mean stuff happens you know it's it's one of those things but like you said cat it's not like we're having complete blowout meltdowns like we're not scoring goals and stuff like that it's just one of those things where you just get caught at a bad time and team struggles a little bit and I do want to point out too like the so like everyone was sharing the original like Jared like you know Jordan Stalls like comment about the team and stuff like that but then we actually get the full context of what, what the whole thing he said it really that original tweet that came out of his quote really was taken out of context of what oh, the absolutely. whole actual thing was and that's why i didn't really comment on it because i'm like i'm like i'm waiting for the actual full thing to come out first before we start making comments about like oh there's some like locker because i saw people some some people saying oh there might be there might be locker room problems or you know, Jordan's mad at the team or a whole bunch of other stuff. And I'm like, no. let's, let's, let's pump the brakes and yeah. see what happens. Yeah. You look at it and you're like, okay, there is no locker room problems. The team, like he said, it's just the team got a little, they put the foot off the gas. They right. got scored on and lost game. So see, you know, the original quote that came out was definitely not the full scope of the thing. Even, so even when you wait. take the original quote into consideration though, too, I don't know when I say this group, like I, and I'm it, like part of the kind of group that I'm talking about. It's, mm-hmm. it's not meant to be like, Oh, I'm the leader. I'm on the outside looking in, like mm-hmm. I'm the captain. I am part of this group. So if this group is struggling, so am I, I am part of this group. And that's kind of yeah. how I took it. But also if you, no matter what, like if you know our captain Jordan Stahl, you know he's not going to talk like that. No, like, absolutely not. No, and that and that's you the thing. That was, that... Way worse. Like if I imagine him, you know, talking crap, I would have expected it in like November. Yeah, <laughs> I would have yeah. expected it worse oh, yeah. than this because again, it's not like they're playing bad. They're just having some like they got comfortable. So December was a great month. And then we're getting comfortable and then we started to like let up on the gas a little bit, which for anyone wondering about the quote, I can read it real quick. He was just saying they were a little upset about the skid because like anyone, they hate losing. They're all super competitive. Trip talks about Ajo's competitiveness every single game. Yeah. Uh, but he, pretty much Stahl was saying it's not great. It's frustrating. I hope this group doesn't think that they're better than they are. And we have to come back with a better, grittier effort. We have to get back to the way that we want to play. I I don't like I said because the thing is that whole back half of that tweet wasn't there. All you really saw was the 
I hope this team isn't better than they think they are. And that's all that was all the original thing was. I think it's what everyone took as like that was the quote and that was it. And there's problems. But if you read like what you just read, Cap, you look at a whole it's a whole different prospect, like a whole different picture of how the team is feeling. There's no locker room problems. There's no, you know, guys are mad at each other, a whole bunch of other stuff going on. And no, it's just like he's the team just got comfortable and they got beat in a few games. It's it's not that big of a deal. Like I said, we're still first in the Metro, still top like five in the league. I think we're still like top three in the league right now. It's it's, it's not a pro, it, like yeah. It, it sucks when you lose four games in a row, but it's not that serious where it's like okay, now we're gonna have a complete team meltdown. Now it's not we're gonna be like Buffalo when you go and win like ten games in a row, then you're on a fifteen game losing streak. That's yeah, not gonna happen. Coming from a guy that has so much experience. That I have been on the winning teams. I know what it's like, but he's like, I also know what it's like when you're used to that and you start failing because you're not used to playing your style of hockey. You get complacent and you start giving all the effort that you have to give, whether you're up six, two or you're up two to one, you have to give the same effort or the other team. We know this league, they can come back. That's oh, why yeah, like it, that's how the Ducks and the Coyotes get their wins. People underestimate them, and then they're back in it. So, yeah, and, from, honestly, it's just coming from experience. And again, we're a little bit, I guess, as fans, spoiled because even before when we were losing, we were getting points out of those losses. But we weren't playing that well. I mean, yeah, we were getting points, but like some of them we didn't earn, and yeah, just not getting yeah. like single points. But we technically could have earned a win. We just missed that last little bit. So yeah. I, I agree with – I mean, I agree with our captain. I always do. He's a man of few words, so it's really annoying when his few <laughs> words get taken out of context. Well, and the thing that's – like, he was he, – like, he's been here for a long time. Like, he was still here when, like, Eric was still captain. And this was, like – and he was there through the entire dark ages of this team. There was – we all know how bad those teams were. Like that was a. We don't need were, to talk about that. That's what I'm saying. But the thing is, like, <laughs> we don't why? Like, talk about that. <laughs> we have that's like a whole off season podcast just discussing that whole. Yes. Or thing. not? But, yeah, that too. Let's just already say we don't and act like we did. But it's like he, like he could have said any of that during that time. If oh, he yeah. wasn't upset and doing that during then, I don't see him doing it now where the team is playing like this. Nope. Let's pump the brakes. It's not that serious. Teams are on a skid. They came back, as usual, beat that absolute dog crap out of Columbus because that's what we do. It is what it is. I think this is like it's like a mini rivalry. It's not a rivalry per se, but these teams mm-hmm. do not like each other, even since last season. No. These teams are See, not a fan of each other. I didn't other. notice the chirpiness between these two teams until after the mask situation. I think even like because this game like, wasn't super chirpy up until the last few minutes of the third. But I mean, well, we saw in the preseason too. Like I don't know who like Good Branson absolutely just like tackles one of our That's guys. That's just up. Good Branson though. In, in, in a preseason game, well, even like even in the, you look at the at the uh, what the New Year's Day the New Year's Day comeback, like you could tell they were getting upset in that game too. I Whoever, I forgot, and it makes sense too because I was like, why is him? I don't know how Nason has beef with every single person in this league because he's the person on our like i would think it'd be aho because you know aho definitely talks to me. I, I, I would think nason just isn't scared of anyone he doesn't really care who you are so him and Gabranson were like honestly i don't see i i appreciate starting off Gabranson. i mean i understand you stand up for your goalkeeper i mean i i understand he had a few cheap shots in there but they just they went at it like it was us versus Someone like the Rangers. It was. I was surprised at how velocity in there. (laughs) It's just good. Branson. Every time he plays the Hurricanes, he has to have a problem with us. And because, like I said, preseason, he literally tackled one of our dudes. He came like all in from the blue line, almost to the faceoff dots, and literally tackled into the air. Yeah, yeah, he did. He launched in the air and tackled one of our dudes. And I'm like, it's a preseason game. You're getting pumped five to one. Calm it down a little bit, bud. It's not that serious. Like, yeah, it was. It was insane. It was stupid, but. But going back real quick to the, you know, like I said, the defense kind of had a lot, what kind of had a lull. The offense kind of stalled out in the third. Goaltending had its issues, but it is what it is. 
you move on. We're learning to pick it back up because kind of transitioning into that too, the Mm -hmm. amount of defensemen that came up and said, hey, I'm sorry for my (laughs) lack of play lately. Here is how I'm making it up to you by scoring and basically winning this game for us. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. I mean, yes and no. I mean, the ones that scored, I'm not, I mean, the last Oh, no, never. I don't think Pesci has really had oh, it. Oh, absolutely I not. I want no. that Hattie, man. I wanted it. I oh, love, my God. I love a good Brett Pesci celebration, and he just lights up, and I was like, we get a third one, and we get it hardcore. I was so ready. But you know what? Instead, we get a slaving goal. Also ready. I'm okay with that. <laughs> of course. I mean, who who doesn't love that? But so real quick before we get into like the guys who went absolutely off in tonight's game, of course. Uh big shout out to Kim's uniform tracker. So they do this every not a lot this this past year. It's kind of been a little bit more slower on their end, but they kind of but luckily today dropped a nice they tweet. They tweet for the us. important things. They tweet the important things. Uh so it's a little bit outdated now because it was about seven hours ago. So but so with the jerseys, uh, our new our new home jerseys, which are used to be our old alternates, but now they're the homes, the, the black jerseys. They're the very nice. Jersey. We love we love them. <laughs> uh, eight, three, and four on the season so far. Uh, the white jerseys now need to need to be updated to thirteen, four and three, because obviously the Hurricanes just won tonight against the Jackets. If you're listening to the episode, it will be Friday, so we're talking about last night's game. If you're listening to it on a Friday, but we're doing it as it in was, pre- it's present tense <laughs> yeah we're doing it in the present tense uh the 25th anniversary jerseys are actually 4-1-0 and oh. i want i, I want to know who that one loss was because i don't remember us losing in these jerseys but it's one of those things uh let me go do some research uh and then in our huh, our reverse retros one and one on the season so about about the one and one is about how everyone feels about them too. You have a lot that like them, and you have a lot that don't, and they're about fifty fifty. <laughs> I don't, I don't mind them. Uh, just looking at the prices of them from the Carolina shop, and then also like looking on the NHL store of like guys you can get, which is not a lot. I'm not upset about not getting it because we hopefully the stadium jerseys come out soon. Because if those are the actual ones, I'm pretty excited because those look very I like nice. I see them. I haven't been. Uh, you haven't, yeah, I, haven't yeah, been, yeah. I haven't been impressed with the stadium ones yet. So, uh, but you want you, you need to see them in person or how we're in, also just in, almost into the month of it, and they haven't like actually come out with them, which I'm like, yeah. Usually, usually the league's got them out pretty quick. So you had the you were saying the record for the third, the alternates are the, four the, the, the 25th, the 25th jersey. Want to say that was the loss against Nashville. Thank you. So that's unfortunate. They had to be national with our one loss in these just absolutely gorgeous 25th anniversary jerseys, which. Damn it, Nino. <laughs> it's all your fault. You didn't even score, but damn it, Nino. <laughs> ba- Bailey, have you ordered your 25th anniversary No, I have to... not because I've been waiting for them to get my size. Makes Oh, the, oh, the Carolina shop? Or are you talking about the NHL store? the carolina pro shop and i emailed somebody about it and they were like yeah you we might get something soon and i can let you know but mm-hmm. as of right now your size is not here gotcha yeah i actually so they did the other night they did like a that like how they did for the way for hartford night with the whalers night last year where like you did like that game and you won like a prize or something like that i wanted 25 percent off code oh yeah carolina same store. So hey, there you go, Bailey. Twenty five percent off, <laughs> but not not applicable to jerseys. I don't think so. Oh, that's no. yeah. The code, listen, whatever sale it is, doesn't apply to a jersey. It never ever. applies to jerseys. Ever. Yeah, very true. Yeah, a lot of people were like wearing t shirts and hats and stuff like that. I'm like, hey, I want to wear their hat. Twenty five percent off the NHL shop. Suck it. <laughs> <laughs> I, got, I won a Whalers hat last year, so I'm not really upset about it. Plus, the team did follow me then, too. So I call it a win-win. So are we saying, I mean, we've had a lot of away games. So are mm-hmm. we saying we've worn the whites, white jerseys more than the blacks so far? Uh, 16, yeah, so that'd be, no, sorry. 20 games in the in the whites, because 13, 4, and 3, 20 games. And then the blacks are, go back, uh, yeah, 15. Yeah, 15, 15 in the blacks. Well, you also got to think about how many road games we started off the season with, yeah. too. So that's not yeah. Well, remember, because no, you look at the back half, it's like I all February is all home games. Like February is an absolute joke. I feel like you know we talked a lot about them being the new home 
jerseys, but because we've had the 25th and we've had the reverse retro, I just feel like we haven't seen the black jerseys as much as everyone was anticipating we would. Um, uh, scheduling so, scheduling has been a <laughs> nightmare. Hey Bailey, what what reason number are we at now for this for the uh, scheduling for reason number two million four hundred sixty seven thousand three hundred something? I don't know. <laughs> we don't and, like the NHL and, schedulers. <laughs> and seventy four because we have to seventy four for Jacob Slavin. There we go. We have to because the second C stands for clutch. So there we go. Yeah, there you go. So yeah, um, those are the jersey records. Like I said, I love our black jerseys, but if they went to these permanently as our new homes and put the black jerseys back as the alternates, I wouldn't be upset about it because these things are just absolutely gorgeous. Oh, they're stunning. Well, that's they're just so me. Nice. Oh, you no, know, it's I'm, not I'm, just I'm, you, I'm, I promise. I'm a, I'm a little <laughs> biased. I'm a little biased, but, you know. Maybe just a smidge. Just a smidge. I mean, hey, I, I know Catfish has to love these jerseys. I mean, Oh, on. Catfish loves it, yeah. he. I... I'm surprised we haven't had him on the podcast to talk about them yet. We we need to make this happen. Well, I think he did. He did say he won't. He wants to be back when we do like a full roster draft instead of just yeah. Like so I think that's going to be during the off season. But we need to get him on before then too. Hey so. Bailey, I think I think I think we have someone who can uh, make a connection to ask him if he wants to join the. Oh podcast. yeah, I, I think I, we I might. Who. Yeah. I wonder who. I mean, Cat. Cat. Yeah. Do you think we might know someone who might be able to get a hold of Cat? Cat he first? he or likes you. He's he's a better. He has a better chance of saying yes to you than he does to me. So, what, do, am I am I in his good graces or am well, I just? Yeah, you uh, are he, too. I just he, whatever. He really like he showcased Cat the other day when we were sitting in the living room. He was like, her tweets crack me up, and I was so. I was, I was waiting for the TikToks. To, you know, be, be he's not on TikTok. So meaning I my tweets haven't scared away catfish or Pesci's dad. I'm so excited. They both said they like my tweets and I'm just like, that's cool. <laughs> I feel like I feel like Brian and my dad would be like best friends. <laughs> oh, a hundred percent. A hundred percent. It's just and I hate he won't be out there for the stadium series because I I would love for them to meet, but <laughs> who, who Brian or your dad? Brian and my dad. I would love the. I would love for them to meet, but dad, my dad's not going to be out I would, there. I would, I, was, I would just like, yeah, I would love for Catfish to be out there for the for that. That'd yeah. be He'll be fantastic. out there a week earlier, but doesn't have the that money. Doesn't, the that ability. doesn't that doesn't help us at all because no. he's going to see American Aquarium. That's more important. So, I mean, that's I mean that's not a bad reason. I mean, it's not. It's isn't it PNC or where is it at? No, so I think uh, it's going to be at the Lincoln. Oh, okay, I got you. So, yeah, because um, it Taren- usually, it's usually at the Lincoln. He he'll sometimes do like a show down at Slims. Oh, okay. Okay. Because yeah, so uh, of catfish and awesome guys, we have to talk about how awesome <laughs> an awesome oh, guy uh, named named Rod Brindamore got his hundred the win tonight. <laughs> I mean, that's I, we we're gonna get we were we were gonna get we're getting cat. there. Yeah, calm it down. We're gonna get there. I, I took say. the time. I'm making speaking sure. of awesome guys. I mean, hey, Freddie Anderson is technically back. He's back, so that's what I was really oh. gonna go to next. Was Freddie yeah. Anderson? We're trying well, to no, chronologically of the day here. Cat. This has just been a really nice game for no nice things to happen. Oh, it was Bailey, the the rundown for Bailey is just random. I know I have the list in my head of what how we're doing it. So See, that's why I said it. before we started recording, Zach, you need to keep us on track. I'm trying my best here. You have to guess the lineup that's in Zach's head. <laughs> that's why you let me do it, and we'll be okay. Cat keeps trying to jump us early. Jumping the gun, jeez, Cat. You 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 get Cat as an official host, and she thinks that she runs the show, Madam. <laughs> Madam, <laughs> simmer down. You're just jealous uh, of my awesome, awesome transitions. I know you are. <laughs> I am so jelly. You have no idea. I need to put peanut butter on it because that's how jelly I am. Oh, okay. okay. Go ahead, Zach. What's up next? Anyway, so talking about Mr. Freddie Anderson, kind of getting on. So, oh, yeah, defenseman. I, I was, yeah, Mr. An- I wish I had to put some sunglasses on. Mr. Anderson is officially back. Got a win. You'd love to see it. Yes, I did a Matrix reference. I don't care. I'm here for it. 
so yeah so just this this was a really big game for the guys on and behind the blue line um, oh the, the, de- so, yeah, the defense went absolutely off tonight let so me luckily- just talk about this really quick too so the shot totals for this past game Mm-hmm. 41 for the Hurricanes, 23 for the Blue Jackets, which means Oof. the Blue Jackets were about 10 shots per goal. Mm-hmm. You think about it. And so Freddie's Freddie's got a pretty decent save percentage for this game. No, I mean for your first game back. Your first game Ooh. back. That's, that's not bad. I don't think I don't think Blue Jackets left their end of the ice almost at all in the third game. I'm going to pull up natural stat trick real quick and see if I can get some it was, it was, totals. It was a lot. We hem them in a lot. I mean, for the fact that Freddie's been out for two months with a lower body injury, you know, he's coming back in. So, I mean, he's got practices, but you're coming in stone cold, like no game, like I said, no games in two months. You come in and absolutely just shut down. It's mm-hmm. the jacket. I mean, I want to crap on the jackets, but I don't really want to. But at the same time, it's like, well, he also he also said that his quote at the beginning of the game was like it sucks not to play and like practice. Yeah, you can get enough practice, but practice isn't playing. No, so. it's it's not. So I mean, like I said, he he's not really been game. Like you're tra- you're trying to get ramped up to get game fit after being gone for two months. Like I I thought this game was gonna be a lot closer. I thought you know he might be a little rusty, and it's like Freddie Anderson comes back. It's like nope, nope, we're all good, no problems here, nothing to see here. It's just business as usual for him, and I'm like. He looks right, cool. confident, like his like normal self, which you like love to see. It's and Freddy. It's just Freddie being Freddie. It's like at this point, it's just like the, the guy talk- literally just runs on ice in his veins at this point. Well, and we talked before about how we've mentioned before how we think sometimes goaltenders play a certain way when they feel very confident and their defenders in front of them. Um, which I think I still think is true, but it also this game made me think also that the defenders were playing. Like, think about it. all the goals from defenders. They're also feeling confident because they have a familiar face behind them again. And not saying anything I mean, to or Ranta, but like, they've it's been, like, Freddie has been. It's going to shoot some sort of uh, excitement into them. And I, I mean, I know. Back in there. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. And you, I mean, you see a guy who hasn't played for as long as Freddie has, you obviously want to win that first game for him. Yeah, for sure. I mean, it's, it's a great way to do it, too. He gets the win, you know. The, and like I said, the defense went completely off in this game. But before we go into the defense talk real quick, we got to talk about our amazing sponsors, the ROGs, Primax Hockey. Bailey, it's your turn to do the uh, ad read today. So talk about <laughs> yeah. our amazing sponsors. So Primo Hockey has been our sponsor since day one. And I, I technically can't say ours because I have not been, I've been an OG supporter of the podcast since day one, but cheers, cheers so has, so is Primo X Hockey. Um, they are an awesome group uh, based out of Raleigh. Um, if you are big into any kind of hockey, uh, pretty much anything, if you're looking for tape, socks, uh, sticks, pucks, balls for uh, outdoor hockey, laces for your skates skate protectors or blade protectors um any kind of merch or memorabilia just to kind of rep the guys over at primo they're, 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 they're pretty nice they have some pretty nice merch they also have uh they have a i think the beer league team now and their jerseys for their leagues they're in. oh they're amazing they're oh i would Absolutely. cop one of those because those are now nice they are too but yeah, yeah. No, and so they, they can get you hooked up for anything you need. Um, there's also selling uh, rollerblades. Uh, I and saw skates. that. So if you have you seen these rollerblades? Oh, they're they're awesome. They're, they're a bunch of yeah. It's it's really nice. They got the little fish bowl for your helmets if you need one. So they they've pretty much got anything to hook you up for the game if you're looking to play the game. Um, you can check them out at primoxhockey.com, and if you use code Surge at checkout, you can get what twenty percent off. Your, yes, or, if, if you're on the YouTube version, you see the code at the bottom, <laughs> searchcast for 20% off. Yeah, so definitely. Yeah, so check them out at primoxhockey.com. Use code surgecast uh, at checkout for 20% off your order. Uh, like I said, they are a great group based out of Raleigh. So if you are in the Raleigh area, if you need something to do before the game uh, and you're in the area, definitely go check out their warehouse. They're an awesome group and you will not regret it. Yeah, like I said, shop local support local and they actually do free shipping across the continental united states too which is just even better like i said like you said go there at the warehouse local pickups how can you not be upset about that too absolutely and like i said i i've had a chance to talk with a few of them uh at 
uh, various points in time. And it, like I said, they're an awesome group over oh, there. Yeah. Absolutely love the work that they do. Absolutely love the pr- production from them. Um, yeah. So definitely go check them out. Yeah, for sure. Oh, they also too. They also have a, um, a skate sharpener. So oh yeah, they just sharpener. they just got that at the warehouse. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So yeah, I know like Tuck, uh, Matt, all Kyle, all those guys, Evan, great group over there. Definitely We're in a hockey league with that or a fantasy hockey league. And it's, it's a blast. Honestly. Yeah. 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 The Jackamotes, the owners of primary soccer are absolutely destroying both divisions right now. So yeah. Mm-hmm. The, yeah. They, they are, they are a problem, but you know what? It's all I right. say it's rigged. <laughs> it is rigged. Well, I call is, shenanigans. Well, the thing is Matt's the commissioner. So it's, is it really rigged? <laughs> but no, honestly though, it, it's a great group over there. Like, I'm really glad they've been our sponsor since like even before we had episode one out, like we've been with these oh, yeah. guys for so long. Like it's just, and plus, I mean, come on, the koozies are just the nice. koozies alone. How can, I, how can you not enjoy these nice koozies? I mean, no, and they're going to be there. My dad, my dad's a koozie collector. Oh, that's great. Like I know they're going to be at the stadium series. So we definitely got to find them somewhere for their tailgate and get some great stuff too. Absolutely. But going into tonight's game, we know we're on a shorter time frame here, but uh, thanks to our sponsors over at Primo X. <laughs> yes. Lo- love you guys at Primo. So the defense had themselves a night. I mean, from NHL public relations, <laughs> this is the tweet. Nothing like a little offense from the defense. I see what they did there. Five, five of the Kings' six goals scored Thursday were by the Blue Liners, and this was the most goals for a team. Actually, this is the second most in one game uh, for the Hurricanes at five. The most was the Capitals. They got six on December 4th, 1992. So they have the record for the most goals by, by a defense. But the Hurricanes are tied with the Islanders from October 15th of 2022. The Panthers, who had also had five on April 2nd of last year. The Capitals had five on 2019. The Hurricanes had five on March 13th, 2017. So they've done it twice with five goals. This was before we started making the playoffs again. Yeah, yeah. The, so the, proud. <laughs> the Predators had five back in 2009. The Oilers had five in 2004. And the Kings had five in 1999. So... A lot of fives, but that was dang Capitals, man, of 1992. <laughs> when really there was no, when there was really no offense no. back in the early 90s with two line passes and can't. Oh put my your skate, god! Can't put your can't put your skate in the blue ice and all that. Yeah, hockey rolls before they did the, the revamp. dark ages. <laughs> The true dark ages. I oh, no, well, like I said, luckily you weren't really watching hockey very much in the early, like the late nineties, early two thousands mm-hmm. before the before the lockout. And before you can the, use the two thousand one here if you'd like. I wasn't <laughs> going to, but no, like like the season after the Flames lost to the Lightning, they had the lockout. They came back and the Canes won the first season under the new rules because luckily our team was built from the new rules. Two line passes were. It was horrible to watch hockey. So I heard. Slow games, like holding all the time. Like I said, the two line, the two line pass was probably the worst rule because you really couldn't do anything. You had to do a lot of passes before you even get to the red line. Now it's like you're springing guys automatically from your zone, almost to the other team's blue line. Mm-hmm. Before you couldn't, you couldn't even do the blue line to the neutral zone before you got whistled. So yeah. Offense was not a thing unless you were like Wayne Gretzky and just took it from end to end and you're good to go. But yeah, but not everybody is. is Wayne Gretzky. So nope. And of course, you know, we got to talk about Hurricanes PR. Those guys, like I said, come in clutch. They're absolutely amazing. So with the goals from Brett Pesci, Brett Burns, and Jalen Chaffield tonight, three different Hurricanes defensemen have scored in a game in just the 16th time with franchise history. I know Slavin scored, but they're just talking about three defensemen and more than three. In one game. Chatfield's goal was nasty. It was. Oh, my God. Cool. Yes. Um, This is the first time since January 7th of 2020 was the last time we did it. It was against Philadelphia. Here are the guys that did it. And this is – I want to save one of them for last. Dougie Hamilton was one. Jake Gardner was the other one. (laughs) Huh? Rest in peace. <laughs> Sorry, every time I hear his name, I have to. The third guy who did it, Joel Edmondson. 
Holy moly. Yeah. <laughs> Joel, wow. Joel, Ed, Joel Edmondson was the other guy that did it. Now, here's this other great tweet. With goals from Brett Pesci with two, Burns, Chaffield, and Slavin, tonight's game marks just the second time in franchise history that the Hurricanes' blue line accounted for five goals. This is the one we're talking about from 2017 back on March 13th. <sighs> Justin Falk had two. <laughs> and this and this was against the New York Islanders. He had two. Falk it up. Got it. Got to falk it up. <laughs> the guy who got three in that game. He's a, he's a, he's I think he's a fan favorite. I know he's a big I know he's a he's got a couple big fans on this podcast. Uh maybe one Mr. Jacob Slavin had three in that game against the Islanders. That night he had three C's in his name. <laughs> <laughs> Clutch, clutch, and Mr. Clutch, basically. <laughs> it's just, yeah, so, yeah, That's... counter for five goals. Jacob Slavin had three, Falk had two, and that was Our... against the Islanders back in 2017. Our defense came to play tonight compared oh. to, I mean, not saying the other games, like, it wasn't like they weren't offensively minded, but it seemed, it felt like it was a makeup of sorts for the last couple of games where defense kind of let us down a little bit. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, not to not to say our offense is not to say our offense wasn't they didn't have chances. Um, Nature's had a couple of really good chances that either just went. Oh, um, Marty, it. Marty, how can you um, whiff, my, my man? But, oh, you know, it, it, you know, it is what it is. But honestly, the defense you love to see it. You, like we talked about the defensive woes over the last few games. They came out tonight. I was like, you know what? Put put the team on our back. We got those. We'll take care of it and. Well, Carrie, it's fine. It was, but I also my point besides talking about Nate just missing it was it was nice to see you could see Turbo and Aho were getting back into their game. Oh, absolutely. And so, unfortunately, we don't know why patches went out. Hopefully, it's very like precautionary. Even I guess so. Jules mentioned something like that in our group chat, and I didn't hear this, but apparently Trip said something about it not being super serious in their country. It was just just, precautionary because it was it was not related to his Achilles, so it's a different lower body injury. So I think the Hurricanes were just trying to keep because he just came back. So I think they're they're being a little more cautious than they usually are, just because the fact that they waited for him to come back for so long. He's made of glass. We got to make sure there's no cracks. I mean, yeah. he had, he did he did score three goals in three games for us. So, I mean, yeah. it's kind of yeah. like it's it's it kind of makes sense. They kind of had to do that too. Like the team was playing really well at that point, so it it is what it is. It, I do say it is very interesting to see him on the first line with Aho and Jarvis. I'm not upset by it. that. Is a that is a nasty first line. The second the yeah. second line with I mean, I'm kind of glad that like two thirds of the confidence lines back, but it gives um, putting patches. I think on that first line. Because you can see, even in his first couple of games, he's super physical. He's like he's a big body. He's yeah. exactly the kind of physicality that we've been missing, especially during the what? Because because that's they the... do that physicality without taking Svech away from Nature's. I think they used to put Svech up on that line with Aho and them, not only for the chemistry but also for his bigger presence. Well, and, and, then, and now that you also separate him off the confidence line just for that. Yeah. And it also kind of negates the Martinuk to the first line because when we played a lot of physical teams, I think that's why they put Martinuk on the first line was to have someone as there as a as a body to, yeah. to to keep like the guys away from our star players. But now the fact that Patrick does play a physical game and still score goals at the same time, that kind of makes it a little bit easier not to have Martinuk move up to the first line when we play more physical teams, which is kind of nice to have. Because I even oh, yeah. said that I even said this too in the game where he scored two goals. I don't know how likely it's going to be, but if the Hurricanes somehow played a Houdini trick and somehow made it work, where we keep Patches for longer than just this season, I wouldn't be upset about it. But I'm, that's why I'm not envious of our front office right now to have to figure out the negotiation of contracts because he's it's going to be fun too and staying longer. And I think he's already making a case to stay longer. Well, because he says he likes being in Raleigh, so I mean, it's possible that. And this is this is before he even touched the ice during a game. I yeah. that he expected. Uh, I can I can see some guys that we might part with. Probably I mean, not super fan favorites, and we're also we'll be done with Gardner at the end of the season. Correct? Thank God. That's a big mm, I think so. Yeah, because I know if we did the buyout, it'd be like two more seasons with his cap. I think we're down to one. 
But I mean, either so, I mean, either way, though, I mean, so I, I something about Raleigh. Like I know some guy. I know some players for whatever reason didn't like Raleigh. <laughs> Scott Darling. Um, but it seems like a lot. Of, that's why. <laughs> but I mean, a lot. It seems like a lot of guys like Raleigh, and that's why a lot of them are still staying in town. Because I mean, Justin Williams still lives here. Cam Ward still still lives there. So I mean, it's something about Raleigh. It's just like when you come here, it kind of makes sense. I mean, if some if Patches wants to stay, and we can figure out a not an insane contract price because he has seven million this year. If we make it work, so that hey. Do you, would you want to stay longer? Can we like try to figure out a way to like not be so much or yeah. kind of keep it the same, but still kind of work something out? I wouldn't yeah. be upset with it. But I mean, having him on the first line is good. Two thirds of the confidence lines back. Turbo on the fourth line with KK. It's not bad. It's not a demotion. People really need to stop looking at the fourth line as a problem or it's like it's a demotion. No, it's I'm not. playing well. Even it plays really. They elevate themselves. For any team to compare their fourth line to our fourth line, our fourth line would be above theirs. And our, our, like, if you look at our team, it's a bunch of really skilled players all over the roster. That's you look so- at it. Nason yeah. is the top power play goal scorer. On the fourth line. You put him on the fourth line, maybe he's not scoring a lot five on five. But that's still an incredible presence to have. As a guy who performs that well on the power play, to have him on your fourth line speaks yeah. volumes. I mean, yeah. you, look at the, you look at the great third line of Martinuk, Stahl, and Faust. Always consistent every single night. Even, like, Paul Stassi is the 2C. I, was, that wasn't on my bingo card circle of him being on that, but it's not bad. It's not mm-hmm. bad. It's a veteran presence. It's giving KK more time to figure it out. But, I mean. And, and. Uh, we got KK for eight more years after this year. Yeah. I'm not, a, I'm, I'm not worried. Yeah. He has so, time to pick it up. You can see it more of a demo. I can see how people see it's a demotion because you're taking Teravinen away from Ajo. We love them playing together. But you have to admit, in this little four games, well, overall this season, Turbo struggled. In this four-game skid, him and Ajo were struggling. And so you can't keep pushing them together, hoping they're going to get all of a sudden get back to their game when you have other guys that could help jumpstart them. So yeah. That you have, you have patches ready to like maybe can throw something onto that first line, and you're already going to want to kind of play with that a little bit. It yeah. makes sense that Turbo would be the one that would go down. Not saying it's a demotion. If anything, once he was on that fourth line with taking them, that's the game where him and Aho they got that shorthanded goal, and you got the beautiful chemistry that is the two, our two fins together. And then this game, you could already see Teravinen's confidence was back up. Like he was playing so well that goal from Pesci was because he kept the play alive. Yeah. And then he got bumped up when Patches went out, unfortunately. So I think it was a nice little jump start. Not like it was they played bad. Like it wasn't like he it was a demotion. It was more of a let's switch it up a little bit, but in a good way. Yeah. It's yeah. people need to stop looking at the fourth line as like, oh, it's our bad line. No, it's just we have too many good guys on this team. We gotta find places to play that them. Just, this is how it, it is. It speaks volumes about our depth, I think, too. And mm-hmm. that's Again, something my boyfriend says all the time about how, yes, it, this is the reason why I think you guys struggle so much is because you guys don't have set lines where you guys, you guys can learn to build chemistry with those guys and learn how you mesh. It's all verse. I, I personally think that speaks to versatility. And I think versatility is a really important part of a team being able to switch out guys and still being able to perform well. I don't think, I, mean, I think it means more to have chemistry across all four of your lines than just three guys who work together. And all of a sudden you need to change and well, you don't have to work together. You're also assured that if you have an injury like patches and you have to go down a player, you're, you feel confident that you, some guys can step up into other lines and help out a little bit more if it's needed because they played together before or they're used to a little bit of a bigger role. So, yeah. Yeah. It's good to see. And and it speaks to the volume of our head coach, which by the way, I was going to (laughs) say tonight, one, Mr. Rod Brendamore got us to another win as a head coach for your Carolina hurricanes. That awesome guy, he's got his 200th win. That awesome guy, that awesome dude. But, I mean, he was the third quickest to get to 200 games wins as a head coach. So, Hurricanes PR, once again, fantastic. Um, He is now 295 and 35 in his career in 330 games as Carolina's head coach. 
reaching the 201 mark in the third fewest games of any coach in NHL history. <laughs> That's saying a lot because there's been a lot of coaches in this league to be the third quickest to do it, especially mm-hmm. for, you know, this amazing team that we all support here. But but, but some team. people think Rod's mid. So, so take that with a grain of salt, I guess. I don't know. If you're talking about James from Columbus, he always has to troll the, the Hurricanes account. Just – Sit down, take the L, but it's okay. I, we know you're upset. It's all right. The before Rod or what was mid, not Rod himself. Yeah. <laughs> mm. uh, so the three coaches that did it quicker before him, uh, Dan Bilesman with Pittsburgh from 2009 to 2013, did it in 316 games. And then Bruce Boudreau for the Washington Capitals, 2007 to 2011, did it in 326. So yeah. congrats That's- to Rod. 200 career wins as a head coach just, and this just is happening his resume yeah i was gonna 100%. say and speaking of building resumes too this is happening this has great timing because <laughs> he is going back to the all-star game his second appearance back to back in a vacation nope <laughs> i mean i think because like, because we're all we're all making jokes like oh you know rod wants the team to tank a little bit so he doesn't have to go to the all-star game and be the head coach and, the, and the it's NHL's like tavo like, trying to avoid interviews rod doesn't want to go back <laughs> Yeah, and the, the league's like, sorry, Rod, you, your team is actually leading the, the leading the Metro. We kind of need you to go. So it's like, but you know what? You love to see it. You know, it's the the right man for the job. He's got he's going to have Svech there because Andre Svechikov was named to the All Star team as our automatic. You have to send someone because every team has to send a guy there. Which, it makes sense. Hot spicy take. I hate that. <laughs> I hate it so much. There is there there. I get that. I mean, it's not at least it's not like the NFL where it's like a complete joke for how that's done because they they did the NHL, who's never really a fan of fan voting because we all know what happened with uh, you know John Scott and that whole situation. Yeah, the NHL's like we're never giving it to the fans ever again because of that whole thing. So they decided this year, you know what, guys, we're gonna we're gonna let you do it again with our online voting per usual. We're also going to do a Twitter, a Twitter one. I'm like, Oh, the NHL is not ready for this. They are not. No, and ready let's just for, talk about So problem. the NHL all-star vote hashtag was trending for a good portion of today. It was at some point. I, I think it got up to third. You know what name it was associated with most. Who Billy, who, who, what name was associated to that, uh, to that trending hashtag. I think you and Josh, as co-founders <laughs> of his uh, his fan club, might might know one Mister Eighty Eight Martin Natchez. Oh, you mean AKA Sugar Boo, AKA Double Ocho, AKA this dude is just on an <laughs> absolute here this season. I'm not upset about it. I know it's a oh, long yeah. one, but we're okay with it. I mean, it makes because the fact that we were all getting like, all right, January twelfth, get ready. We got three days to do this. It's gonna be stupid. You knew it was gonna be insane, and for the fact that right off the rip, all you see all over the timelines is just like my notifications have been going absolutely off. My notifications are all just tweets about that and retweets Mm -hmm. about that, which is exactly. I'm not upset about it because like because I'm like I'm because I'm like I'm getting my retweets from like comments I've made, my own tweets about that quote tweets because quote because quote people account. People are coming for our necks too. When we post anything that doesn't have that NHL All Star vote with Martin Hs in there, they're like, like guys, "Hey, don't forget good. your automatic uh, signature hey, at the hey, end." Hey guys, we're we're good, homies. I can tweet about Slavin scoring without the one hashtag about Natchez. It's <laughs> about Slavin just once. <laughs> I mean, I mean, like, hey guys, like the Martin the Martin Hs with the hashtag works for nine per tweet. Like I said, you gotta do the hashtag first, and then the player's name. You get about nine per tweet. We've tried to figure this. Out. I wanted to try ten, but it's like three or four characters short of hitting ten. Now it's still nine per. Elon per- Musk, fix fix the bird app. Come on. I, I, I hate like- the, I hate this new update because they reshrank the photos again, and I absolutely I feel like hate this. this. Is why there is a for you and a following now, so people can try to avoid these hashtags. <laughs> It was fine the way it was before with just latest tweets, but like I said, now they shrunk the photos back down again. So where it was, they kind of expanded. Now they re-shrunk them, and I'm not here for it, especially for the guy who has to do the post on Twitter for the podcast. Mm. I'm not re- I'm not redesigning them again. They're staying the same. But anywho, but yeah. So if you do that, quote tweets, retweets. 
Let's comments, send Sugar Boo. Like Let's send Sugar Boo to the All Star no, game. No, we know I mean, you want to see him fast as skater. Like that. That boy. Fast as F boy. <laughs> or anything with like stick handling stuff as well. I mean, they're like the breakaway challenge. Put him in there I'd too. I'd love to see him as a part of the breakaway. How excited he would be to go. He's like, maybe it's different if you've been a lot. He's like, but I just really want to go once. Like that would be so. Like he's that's just pure. He, yeah, he's, he's, yeah it's, you just love to see. It. You love Martin Nietzsche. You love to see. It. I mean, for the fact that he's just he's been playing so well it makes sense let's get him there Svetch is already there rod's gonna be there let's just get sugar boo there we're good to go let's just make it the day one has already been a success so we'll see how day two and day three goes on the nhl app that you can vote him 10 times 10 votes a day 10 votes a day 10 votes a day and then also tweet as you much as you can exactly don't apologize for it because we will like it and retweet along with you if people have a problem with it they'll mute They'll mute that specific phrase, so don't worry about it. We, yeah, we have a job to do. This is the most I think I've ever seen the Hurricanes fan base come together for something. Let's not let embarrassment stop us. No, for sure. And even the Hurricanes Twitter account, even even the Hurricanes Twitter account has done some retweets and likes of people doing it. And the fact that it's like they've actually like commented back to some fans, like, you know, we appreciate it and stuff like that. Like, getting, getting, a, getting a tweet from the Hurricanes and, like, you've always been a supporter of us with a fist pump. Mm-hmm. I mean – there's you nothing better team. than that. No, because our I mean the memes that are at that the admins have done on Twitter and Instagram just oh they're just so, so fantastic. Great. I love them. They're just so great. Like <sighs> Hurricanes, the Hurricanes social media team wins it all. But I, I think the best ever. Like forget Wendy's, forget anyone else. It's the Hurricanes, and it's just Nashville awesome. doesn't even come close. I'd say Who? the closest if we're <laughs> exactly Who? we're talking NHL teams. As a personal, like I follow them for like content and all this stuff. I'd say the closest that comes is Seattle at times, but I mean, we do like to say they are the canes of the other coast. <laughs> yeah, we'll, we'll give it to them. We'll give it to them. So, you know, little shout out to them because they broke the Boston at home win record tonight. Thank God. see it. And they shut them out. Six and oh, too. They're on, they're on a little bit of a Who was in goal? Was it Groovy? It's a great question. Let's see. I know, uh, I know Sasquatch. It's loving it right now. How oh, absolutely good, dude! Just if goes you, to show anybody anything can happen in this funny league. Hey, second Which, year, in the, the second year, who? Olmark. No, 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 no. no. Who was in goal for uh, Seattle? Oh, Jones. Oh, well, there you go then. Yeah. Well, okay. Bailey, you lost some fancy points tonight because I know you have Olmark on your fancy team. So, hey, Olmark. Probably. No. Okay. I mean, hey, he's playing. Hey, too I, I will, I will take this. Boston <laughs> losing at home, losing their winning streak. I'm totally fine with that. Sorry, Olmark. Players are the lowest on my fantasy right now, which is funny. Yeah. All right, but guys, yeah. So make sure for the All Star game, please do the hashtag NHL All Star vote, and then Martin Eichus next to it. Uh, like I said, nine tweets per day. Uh, it's nine of those votes per tweet. Make sure to get that done. Make sure to go to NHL.com slash vote or go on the app, find it, take care of that too. So real quick, I know because we're on a little bit of a tight window here to finish up the episode, but we do have our Forgotten Canes. We had Ice Melting Take. We'll push that back to next week. It wasn't really that serious. We didn't really have any takes to talk about this week. Um but we'll do that next week. But we're going to do Forgotten Canes today because, I mean, we have to. Everyone likes it. So I'll start us off real quick. This guy played from the Hurricanes. Well, he did start at Hartford, but we don't count Hartford in terms of this. So he was with the Canes from 97-98 to 98-99. Uh, his first season in Carolina, 21 goals, 24 assists for 45 points. Um, in terms of his career with the franchise, 263 games, 67 goals, 95 assists for 162 points. So technically four years with the franchise, but it was really like a year and so a, uh, a full season, 97-98, then 35 games in 98-99 before going to Chicago and then going to Ottawa. So it was with three teams in one season. Oof. Ooh. Um, I mean, it is what it is. Uh, he was drafted in the 1985 NHL entry draft. Um, by the St. Louis Blues, third round, 44th overall. From Hamilton, Ontario, he was a right winger. It's one Nelson Emerson. Wow. Is your what forgotten a pick. 
going way back, way back for this pick. Going to the first season as a Hurricane A5 draft. Yeah, Nelson Emerson is my forgotten cane. So nice. Taking it back, taking it back a little bit. Bailey, who's your forgotten cane? Uh, so my guy. Uh, he was a hurricane from 2008 to 2013. Um, he was drafted by Philadelphia in the 2002 draft, uh, fourth overall pick. Uh, and I'm pretty sure that gives it away for some people, especially older Canes fans. Um, defenseman for the Canes, uh, or Finnish native, um, his best season with the Canes uh, was, from the looks of it, the his 2009-2010 season, um, where not many goals. So he was a very defensively-minded defenseman. Uh, but you love to see a it. heck of a playmaker. So six goals this 2009-2010 season, 40 assists. Ooh. 40 assists for the defenseman. Uh, he was a negative eleven that season, um, but I mean, yeah, he I mean, was a big he was a big body on the team, and that was especially needed during the dark ages because they didn't have much to their name besides some physicality here and there. And I feel like this guy definitely provided it. At least that's what I grew up knowing him for was yeah. being a defensively minded guy and being able to throw a body. Mm-hmm. Um, like I said, hailing from Finland, this is uh defenseman Yoni Pikkinen. Ooh, ooh, that's a good wait. Are you sure Yoni hasn't been picked yet? Yeah, I don't I didn't see him on the list, but okay. I will I, say I Nelson might... Emerson was already picked. So wait, was he? he was not. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I oh I got oh I got hit. It's okay. I got hit with it. Dang. I was hoping <laughs> I was the first one to hit the hit the double guy who's gotten picked by mm. There we go. Well, I guess he's that's been done. He's been done twice. Colin did him once, and Bailey did him once. Nelson Emerson. Oh my gosh! Wow, I really did a bad job then. <laughs> and he was telling us, "I got mine, guys. I'm good to go." <laughs> I don't check the oh, list, so that's well. that's that, that's where I went wrong. All I don't, right. I don't there check you go. List. Here's here's mine. All right. Starting off as I normally do, he's six foot one, two hundred and seven pounds. I got, got he's, it. He's, 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 he's got blue eyes. He's a Virgo. I'm a deer. Virgo. He's from Red Deer, Alberta, Canada. He plays defense and he shoots left. He was drafted third <laughs> overall by the Boston Bruins in nineteen eighty seven. Um, and then he stayed with the Bruins up until ninety four, and then he became a Whaler. Um, but then when the Whalers became the Hurricanes, so did he. And he was a Hurricane from 97 um, to 03. Brief time with as a Leaf. And then he was back as a Hurricane from 03 to 08. He was a very defensive-minded defenseman. Um, he had a little bit more goals when he was a Bruin, but when he was a Kane, um, his highest scoring game, he had, he had two games where he had like seven points or seven goals. He did a lot more of the assists. Um, and his Jersey is hanging up in the rafters. Glenn Wesley. (laughs) Glenn Wesley. One Mr. Glenn Wesley. Nice pick. At, Bailey, 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 has he been done? He hasn't been done. I don't think okay. so. Okay. Been okay. Done. Kat, Kat's got the list pulled up right now. So okay, maybe I need to start pulling up the list because I because I can't believe I did an Emerson for a three pick. This is <laughs> oh well. But eventually yeah, someone's gonna mess up and it. You know Colin's listening, and he's like, "I did him, Zach. I did it." <laughs> Mr. Nope. History Buff's gonna. <laughs> well, also he's talking to the history, oh, talking to the history buff and the OG host who uh, who had to be the first one to mess it up. Very on brand. <laughs> on brand, the, love it. Very on brand. But we are gonna wrap this up because I know Bailey's gotta go because she's got stuff to get get done. But before we do all that, I like to say thank you to everyone who's listened to the episode. You know, we're going into episode fifty two of the show which is insane but we love it thank you for everyone for the support and uh, 
yeah, before we go though, Bailey, where can people find you on the socials? You can find me on Twitter at Bailey Curtis, and that is Bailey with two Y's. Um, lots of hockey stuff going on over on that end. Um, if you are interested in keeping up with some of my hockey endeavors, I like I said, I mean, not that any of you guys might have known, but I'm a podcast host on the Surgecast. Um, you can find the Surgecast over on YouTube uh, channels called the Surgecast. I run things over on that end. Be sure to go subscribe over there. Um, if you're watching this video, hello. Be sure to like, uh, hit the or comment, and be sure to hit that bell icon so you never miss an episode. Um, if you are also looking into some other endeavors that I'm doing, I also just joined the field pass hockey team as a uh, writer for the Colorado Eagles um, in the process of getting credentialed, which is super exciting. I've got a few articles coming out here soon. Um, so be on the lookout for that on my account as well. Kat, where can people find you on the socials? Um, you can find me on Twitter at Kaniac Chick. That's Chick without the K. Um, you can also find me, you can follow me on Instagram. I have Instagram and TikTok, of course. Um, and the name is cathunter74, and it's, but it's an upside, or it's a V instead of a K, A. So it's KVT Hunter 74 Listen, it's after dark. I'm tired. Um, <laughs> but so give me a follow. I just share some funny hockey videos. And of course, you'll see all of my rants and lovely posts about the games as they're happening on our Twitter um, and then, of course, I'm also going to be help run the um, our new podcast network, uh, 5GSN. We also have a TikTok, and it's 5GameSN on TikTok. Um, follow that, and you'll get some fun videos coming up shortly. But that's all you can find me. Yeah, and this, it's spelled out with the actual five, not the number, but it's actual five yes. game sent. Yes. Also, also maybe you need to check out the Liberty D two men's hockey uh, TikTok too, because apparently for I heard through the I've heard finance, the person who runs things over there is pretty cool too. Yeah, so I don't think it's okay. I only did two videos. <laughs> it still counts <laughs> if you did it. Still counts if you did it. We hey, it's not the Hurricanes. We're going to support whatever endeavor everyone's doing hockey wise. We're going to support on this podcast because we're all here to support each other because it's just amazing. So yes. Definitely need to check out Liberty D2 Men's Hockey's TikTok because a certain someone might be doing some videos over there too. So we'd love to see it. So I'll about every now and then. <laughs> what about you, Zach? Where can we find you? All right. I uh, need a few minutes here for my laundry list of stuff I do. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, you can find me at One True Zach. That's Oni True Zach on Twitter. I am also part of Field Pass Hockey. I am. The Charlotte Checkers guy, so you can follow me at FPH Checkers. I actually will be in Charlotte uh, this Sunday to cover the Checkers against the Wilkes-Barre Scranton Penguins and then the following weekend uh, against the Cleveland Monsters. So I got a nice little double dip back-to-back weekends in Charlotte. And the Sunday game is actually Hockey is for Everyone night, so that would be a good one to go to. Um, if you want to follow my Instagram, uh, that's ZachRMartin22. I do a little bit more of like the personal – like fun, like you know, D and D stuff, or just you know, random videos. A lot of hockey videos in there too, especially Nick the goalie. A lot of great content. Oh, I love him. So great. <laughs> so it's it's a mix of hockey, mix of D and D, mix of other few other things too. But it's always a good follow over there. Um, make sure to check out, like I said, Bailey. Uh, check out the Five GSN Twitter account. I kind of run the show over there, but a lot, a lot of everyone in the network is on there too. Uh, it just depends on who you might get. It's a mystery, so who you got to figure out which one's which doing that. But make sure to check that out at 5 and a game SN, and that's with the number 5 um, if you want to do that. Also, make sure to check out the SearchCast on Twitter um, at the SearchCast. Pretty easy. We do have a link tree where you can find us on all your podcast platforms. You can check out our YouTube is on there as well. And you also check out Primal X Hockey because we have a link directly to their website if you want to start looking at some stuff. So make sure to use the SearchCast for 20% off your order. Um, no Instagram for that one because it's just it's Instagram. We have, <laughs> we have we have enough going on with the search cast to do that, but make sure to check out all that on our Twitter and the bio for the links and all that good stuff. But I think I think that'll wrap up tonight's episode. It's a good one, short one, a little shorter than we usually do. Usually these are about an hour and a half to two hours. Well, that's because of our tangents too. So, so yeah, we did start about we did start about we did start about a half hour late too, which is. Sorry, there were less tangents. There will be, we'll make up for it in the next episode. 
Maybe, uh, maybe this will maybe this will try guys to start doing less tangents and stuff like that. <laughs> Comment, subscribe on all our things, and don't forget to vote. Martin Natchez on Twitter and the All Star voting on the NHL app. Let's bring yes. our boy to Florida, guys. We we need we need a Marty party. We need a Sugar Bruce sighting down there in uh, Florida for that. But until next time, guys, for season two, episode twenty nine of the Search Cast. I'm Zach. I'm Bailey. I'm Pat. And we'll see you next time here at the Search Cast.